Hi, I'm Sinitria Gardner. Welcome to Minutes That Matter podcast. Today's scripture comes from 2 Samuel 12, 13. Then David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. Nathan replied, the Lord has taken away your sin. You are not going to die. In 2 Samuel chapters 11 and 12, we see the prophet Nathan reporting an injustice to King David. The one man that had many flocks desired to take the one and only lamb of a poor man. David had begun fighting for justice at a young age when he killed a lion and a bear to protect his sheep and even slayed a giant to help protect his people. So there was no wonder that David was upset at this injustice. David was chosen to be the next king as a young shepherd boy, but for years after that, David continued serving his predecessor, King Saul, knowing that King wanted to take his life out of jealousy. So how is it that a man who is the protector of his people, a lover of justice, loyal, and a man after God's own heart, willfully lying, cheating, and stealing? The tale being told to David by the prophet Nathan of a lonely sheep being taken by a rich man was actually a metaphor for David's own sin. Nathan confronting David allowed David to see that because of his sins, which involved the rape of a woman, the killing of her husband, and the concealment of the murder of her husband clearly meant that David deserved death. David's sin did not just touch him as an individual, but affected his children, grandchildren, and all of his lineage after him. Although we're never to rejoice in someone's failings, I'm grateful God gave us the example of those before us who failed, because reading how they got back up and were still able to be used leaves us all with hope. Despite David's many faults, with a repentant heart, David was still used by God. David's story is not just about his sin. It includes a legacy of courage, anointing, good leadership skills, a quest for building God's kingdom, and some of the greatest examples of praise in the Bible, which we read in the book of Psalms. This reminds me that no matter what we've done, that God can and will redeem us under the right circumstances. What are the right circumstances? Number one, take the blame and repent. David never cast blame on anyone else. He acknowledges in the book of Psalm 51 that he and he alone is responsible for his own sin. Number two, don't hide. Just like in the Garden of Eden, the enemy made David feel like he could get away with his sin with just a few cover-ups. The Bible says that sin, full-blown, leads to death. Uriah kept his vow to sustain from women during war when David called him home from war to try to cover his sin. So David chose to plot to have Uriah positioned on the front line to be killed. Number three, grieve your sin. David's response to the news that Uriah was killed was initially flippant and dismissive. It wasn't until later when he was confronted by Nathan that David actually showed remorse for his sins. Number four, accept the consequences. We often blame God for things that happen to us that we bring on ourselves. Many believers think that once they repent, they'll no longer have to be held accountable for the result of their sins. God made sure that David knew that the consequences of his sins would never depart his household, and yet David still served God. And lastly, number five, draw near to God. David prayed and asked God to save his son with Bathsheba from death, but David's son did not live. David's servants were shocked 
to see that David rose from the ground upon hearing the news of his son's death and went straight to the temple of God where he could be close to the Lord. The time after you make a mistake is the very best time to draw near to God and allow God to be the father that he is, a father full of grace, mercy, joy, and hope. In your most vulnerable time, that's when God has the opportunity to reveal himself to you. No matter what you've done, with the posture of repentance, God can forgive you and use you. God already knows what you've done. He knew before you were born, and he still wants to have a relationship with you. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you right now for every person who's listening under the sound of my voice. We thank you for your forgiveness, your grace, and your mercy. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross so that our sins can be forgiven. We thank you for redemption, that you can still use us after we have done things wrong. We thank you that your word says you will throw our sins as far as the east is from the west. We know the enemy lies to us, God, and lets us think that there are things that we have done that are so bad that you can't forgive us and that you can't use us. But we see, God, that this is not true. We pray to break the chains of lies, doubt, fear, worry, shame, and grief. We pray that you would help us to grow in your word, grow in your love, so that we can continue to be used by you even after our mistakes. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.